If you've been looking for advice online for any amount of time, you've probably heard quite a few people tell you that you need an email list and you may not know where to start. So if you are wanting to start an email list and you don't know where to start, then let's start right here. All right, friends, this video is going to be a bit of an overview of email lists. So like how to start an email list, what an email list is, what should you send to your email list and you know, how often you should post and when you should start and all of those good things. If you have specific email questions, I will link our email playlist down below because I have more um, things on there, including a whole video talking about different emails that you can send to your list. And if you have more questions, then leave them down below in the comments and we can maybe do like another email series. But without further ado, hit the subscribe button and then let's get started. All right, first things first, what is an email list? An email list is a collection of email addresses that you can send in order to market your products, talk about new content, and basically just to drum up sales. Now, also you wanna be helpful you should be helpful first. But I mean, let's be real. The the mo the main purpose is that you should use it to drum up sales. You need an email list because email lists are really important in that they are something that belongs to you. So when you go to Instagram and you are on their platform, those followers don't belong to you. Like you can't take them when you leave. You can't take them and go somewhere else. They belong on Instagram and Instagram controls your account. And some days it might just, you know, decide to close your account or maybe Instagram will just go away. Who knows? But those things can happen and they don't happen with your email list because you own them. Now, because of you know laws and privacy and all of that you can't just like grab a bunch of emails and send them from your gmail account you have to actually have an email service provider the good news though is that many of them start out free until you hit a certain amount of subscribers i personally use mailchimp i believe they are now free until you hit a 2000 it was 1000 when i started and so you can get started for free over on mailchimp they're really easy to use i've used them for years and years and years and they're great there are also other ones like ConvertKit and, oh, what's the other one? MailerLite, I heard about that one. And the big one recently has been Flowdesk. I've never tried any of those, so I can't recommend them, but I know that they are different ones that you can do. I use MailChimp, so I recommend MailChimp because it's frankly all that I know. Now, when it comes to building an email list and creating an email list, you are going to need a couple things. So first of all, you need to have one of these email service providers because that is who is going to like collect the email addresses and allow you to send them out. It's also going to allow people to unsubscribe, which is the main thing you want to be able to do is have people unsubscribe if they no longer want to receive your emails. So you need to have your, you know, email service provider. And then you need a couple of things on your email service provider. You're going to make a landing page. Your landing page is literally the URL that people go to in order to sign up for your email list. Like that's where they put their, their email in. You can also embed forms on your website and do things like that. But personally, I find this to be the easiest thing to do. So you have a landing page. That's where people go to put their email address in and that puts them onto your list. Once you create your landing page, then it will give you a link and that's the link that you put wherever it is that you're going to collect people from so that they can now join your email list. Now, the thing about an email list is it's not like something where like people are just going to magically appear. You have to put the link places in order for people to sign up. So what I mean by that is I have like, if you go to my Instagram bio, you can see that there is a link to join my email list in there. So I think it says like join the free resource library and that is a link to join my email list. 
I also have it in the description of these YouTube videos. I also put them in like all of my blog posts and all of those different things. Um, and if you haven't yet, make sure you join my email list. So I will link that down below. There's one just for TPT sellers to make life nice and easy. So click link down below, join that because I get lots of tips. So that's the link that you put places. Now that also means that you have to have places to put it. Um, you can put it in your TBT descriptions and that might get you a couple of people and you can say, you know, hey, click here to get, you know, updates and stuff like that. But what you really are gonna need to do if you really want to create an email list that's solid is you're going to have to create some content. So that can be short form content on social media or it could be long form content on YouTube or on a blog or on a podcast. Whichever way you decide to go, you create content that directs people to your email list. You tell them you have an email list. You make it easy to link, click on the link so that people will then join. Now, if you're like, but Becca, why on earth would someone want to get more emails? I don't know about you, but I have like 600 unread emails right now. I was looking at it earlier and I was like, that is stressful. I should probably take care of that. But I'm also like, it's so stressful that I don't want to take care of it. So why would somebody willingly sign up to get more emails? Usually they do this in exchange for what's called a lead magnet. Now, really, that's just a fancy name for a freebie. So you typically will do an exchange that way where someone signs up for their freebie and you get their email address and then you send them the freebie. That can be done a couple of different ways. The easiest way is on MailChimp. If you're doing a landing page, when you're editing the actual part where people put their email into, over on this side, it'll say like send to, and there'll be a drop down, and it'll say like confirmation message. Click that and then click URL. And then you're gonna put the URL of whatever your freebie is. So if your freebie is like a PDF, you could put it in your Google Drive and get your sharing link. You could put it on your website and get your media link that way but put it in there and that will send people immediately to the freebie. I like that because it's immediate and so people don't have to wait for it. The other thing you can do is send it in your first email. So you can do an automated message that once they sign up, they get an automatic email and the freebie is in there. So that's two different ways you can do that. This freebie is something that shouldn't be like super ginormous, but is helpful. I typically like to do like a fun activity so that it's something that people really want and try to make it general enough that you can link to it quite a bit. I've made the mistake in the past of having really, really narrow freebies that people really only need if they're doing this one specific lesson. It's better to have something that people can use, you know, throughout because that way you can talk about it in all different situations and people will still want to use them because it's relevant to all the different things. Once you have your email list set up, then you need to actually send emails. So what do you send? Well, there's a lot of things you can send. What I like to do is I start with my content. So my blog posts, my YouTube videos, that kind of stuff. And that's where I start. If I have a YouTube video about email lists, then my next email is gonna be about email lists. That way they're related. It doesn't have to be the same thing, but it could be similar. So maybe like three reasons why you need an email list or how email lists have helped me, you know, make more money or something like that where I can talk a little bit and then I can give you the link to go watch the video, but it's not necessarily like just, hey, go watch my video. Now, honestly, sometimes I do that but usually it's more effective if you, you know, provide, but usually it's more effective and I've talked to y'all and y'all have said that you prefer when there's content in the email. So I do try to shoot for that. So that's where I like to start. Obviously that requires you having content. So if you don't have content, 
that's okay. Um, then you're going to send other things. You can talk about new products. If you have new products, you can talk about seasonal products or seasonal ideas. That's a great thing to do. So like if it's spring, maybe you talk about like spring lesson ideas or how to combat spring fever because the kids are crazy or, you know, all of those different things are things you can bring up. You can mention products or not mention products. I try to only like really try to sell people every other or every like third email and then sometimes I do end up being like oh and here's you know a product but it's not like the main focus of my email just to try to keep it the ratio down a little bit you can also send things like roundups so like three ways to teach xyz or three ways to improve classroom behavior or whatever or you can talk about frequently asked questions like when people ask you questions write them down if other teachers are wondering about something I'll write them down you can tell stories about things that have gone on and kind of how you came through it you can I mean there's so much to talk about my suggestion would be if you have content base it on your content if you don't have content pick like a theme for each month and be like, okay, in January, we're talking about behavior management. And in February, we're talking about differentiation or whatever you want to do. So that way you have a little bit of guidance and you can map it out pretty well. Make sure that you're providing lots of value because otherwise people will not want to open your emails. So make sure that as you are writing these emails that they provide value throughout, which leads us to how often you should send emails. Um, I've heard a few other TPT sellers and like small business people talking about this subject. And honestly, I have, I have, I have, I have thoughts. Many people will say like, oh, you know, if you can only send once a month then send once a month, but here's the deal friends. <laughs> people get a lot of emails. Like I said, I have like 600 sitting in my inbox that have not been read yet. And because of that, if you're getting 20 emails a day from J crew because I love them, but man, they send a lot of emails. Then you get one email a month from somebody that you signed up for on a blog post three years ago. You're not going to know who that person is. And that I just experienced that the other day where I saw someone's name come across and I was like, who is this person? And I opened it up. And after a while I realized it was someone that I had signed up for through like a video like months ago and I hadn't heard from them in weeks and I didn't know who they were. But I personally say you should be sending an email once a week. That may sound like a lot, but truly, if you want to get the most out of your email list, you need to send at least an email a week so that people don't forget who you are. Now, if that sounds like too much, then maybe do every other week for now and make it your goal to build up to every week. But if you can do every week, then do it. You can batch them and write them all in one sitting on one day in like two hours for the whole month. Or you can batch them by doing them, you know, one a day for the first week and then scheduling them out for the whole month. Or you can write them in the moment. And, you know, I do like I write emails on Thursdays. And so every Thursday morning I sit down and I write all my emails for the week. And however you want to do it is fine. But the point is you have to be in people's inboxes enough to where they remember you. I even heard this study on a podcast. Someone was talking about email lists and they weren't a TBT seller, but it was a different like online marketer. And he said he was getting really low engagement sending like once a week or once every other week. And so he decided instead of cutting to less, he started sending emails like three times a week. And what happened is his email has got much more engaged because people were now used to seeing him in their email box 
in, in their mailbox more. They were used to seeing his name. They, you know, if you read one of them, then you're like, oh, hey, you know, I got value out of that. I want to read the next one. Or what I sometimes see is if you didn't read the first one, you're like, oh, I forgot to read that other email. I'll read this one when the new one pops up. And it did so much better. And now I don't, I'm not saying you need to do it three times a week because that seems like a lot. But what I am saying is that you need to be in people's inboxes enough that they remember who you are. So it needs to be once a week. It just does. If you don't think you can do that, then shoot for every other week because done is better than nothing. But if you want it to be successful and you want it to do well, I would say you need to be doing it once a week. And that should be your goal. Even if you don't start there, I'm all for progress. That's your goal. And a little note on like what day or time to send. Um, there's not a magic time to send emails because everyone's audiences are different. Even like I have multiple audiences. Okay. So I have like, I have an email list for y'all and I have an email list for music teachers and I have an email list for Bible teachers. And when I send emails, I, on MailChimp, they have this cool feature that says click off, like send it optimized time. So that means the best time for like the majority of your email list to open. And that's when they're going to send it. And with some of them, it is early in the morning. And so usually when I click that, it'll be like, eight to 11. But on my Bible class one, for some reason, it's like 10 o'clock at night. And I don't know why, but for whatever reason, that audience has a different time than my other two audiences. Because the other two are typically more in the morning. It just is what it is. So if you're on MailChimp, use that optimization feature so that you can just send it at the best time possible. If you don't have that feature, then you're just, I mean, honestly gonna have to guess and see, maybe look at your, maybe try sending at different times and look at your data, see how many people are opening, if there's any, you know, rhyme or reason to it. Personally, I find if I'm sending to teachers to send before school or like mid afternoon, but I'm also in Eastern Standard Time. So that might be completely different if you're someone else. Um, but that's just when I see, like if I send something at like two o'clock Eastern, that usually does okay. But again, you have a totally different audience. You might have all people in the Pacific time zone. You might have all people in Europe. I don't know. So look at what your data is telling you and go based on that. And the last question is one that everyone wants to know. And that is when should you start an email list? And the answer is yesterday. Not really. Um, the answer is as soon as possible, because like I mentioned with your email list, you have to like have content. You have to talk about your email list. You have to get people to sign up and all of that takes effort and time. And so it's going to take a long time to get people on your email list. Now, if you already have content that's doing really well and you get a good freebie, then you will be able to do that a little faster. But if you don't have any content, like I started with just a blog, I even have a TPD shop and I started my email list at the same time I started my blog, but I didn't have anyone reading my blog because it was brand new. And so it took a long time to get enough people on my email list for it to actually like, you know, make a difference. But that being said, when it got to the point where like it was rocking and rolling, it was because I had started so early. So start ASAP because it's something that has to build over time. The good thing is when you first start, there won't be a lot of people who sign up for your email list. So if you're going to mess up, you're going to mess up at the beginning and there won't be that many people to witness it. If you miss an email, it, you know, it's only going to two people anyway. So not a lot of people are going to notice, but do start as soon as you possibly can, because you want to make sure that you're building that up. Now, 
If you are brand brand new and you're trying to figure out product creation and that is stressing you out, don't let this stress you out as well. Maybe put it on the shelf and say like, okay, when I'm ready, I'll come hop on that. Oh, actually, if you are brand new, I have a roadmap to your first $1,000 on TPT that kind of shows you like your step-by-step -step process of how to do that. And when you sign up, you'll also be on my email list so I can send you helpful tips and other things that you're going to need to know. So make sure you hit that down below. All right, friends, that's all I have for today. So if you have specific email questions, let me know them in the comments or send me a DM over at becca.e.davis. Please do not go to my TPT store and send me a QA. and a because I've had a couple of those and it's weird because like you're like commenting on a product because those people are like commenting on a product, but it's like not related to the product. So email me at becca.e.davis or leave me a comment and let me know your email questions so that we can get those answered as well. I would love to know before you leave, do you have an email list? And if so, what are your email list tips? What would you say to do? Let me know all those things down in the comments and I will look forward to reading them. Thanks for watching and I'll see you next time. Bye. Oh,